Hello and welcome to an episode of Pass the Popcorn Special. Uh, I am your host, Alex, and joined by a Lewis. Hello. A Holly. Hello. And a Becky. Hello. Look at us all being Christmas and festively. Aren't we adorable? Except for one of us is not wearing a Christmas jumper. Uh, <laughs> I, I do see a wreath in the back though. And the snowman. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, the minimal effort. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Sorry, I love you. Oh. <laughs> so in our last episode, we did a pub quiz and the winner got to decide what Christmas film we were going to discuss today. And our winner was... Uh, Lewis! Hey, shit bastards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what film are we discussing today, Lewis? Uh, we're watching Muppet's Christmas Carol. Um, definitely my favourite Christmas film. Spoilers. <laughs> Lovely. He was the greediest man alive. It's Ebenezer Scrooge! Until the night he met someone extraordinary. Hello. The Muppet Christmas Carol. So yeah, uh, a Muppet's Christmas Carol. Like, if you haven't seen it, what is wrong with you in every sense of the word? Um, but I guess I'll explain it. It's um, a classic Charles Dickens tale told with the Muppets. Michael Caine. What more do you need? That's it. It's fucking great. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm really glad we got to watch this film. This is, without question, my favourite Christmas film as well. I watch it every year, Christmas Day. It has to be on or Christmas is run. And I love pretty much everything about it. It's beautiful. Agreed. Um, I feel like they were on their A game for this one, like throughout. Obviously, you've got the backing of like a classic story that's, that's, that's really good, that's obviously stood the test of time and still gets retold now. But like the, the actual puppetry and the cinematography and the storytelling and everything is like so on point in, in Muppet's Christmas Carol. It's like, I don't know, it's just really engrossing and captivating because they did, I feel like they did everything right as far as the Muppets film goes. Um, but it, it's kind of broken out of that mold though of just, just a Muppets film. For me, it's like a, it's like a proverbial Christmas film. It is just its own entity. Like I, I almost don't lump it in with the other Muppets films. It's its own thing. It's its own event. Like around Christmas, like Alex said, I've I've the same, I have the same habit as in I have to watch it every year or I don't feel like I've done Christmas justice. Yeah, I absolutely love this film. It is it is the best Christmas film that literally does stand the test of time. Like. And I feel like I've seen so many remakes of the Christmas Carol story, but this for me wins it every single time. And I have the same tradition too, where this is my Christmas Eve movie, stick it on, bottle wine open, watch it with my family. And now it feels like Christmas. Now, now I'm ready for Christmas. And it just gets me in the mood every year. Oh, I absolutely love it. And yeah, I think, I think it's, a perfect film really there's nothing that i don't like about this i love this film i remember the first time i watched it funnily enough i had literally had only ever seen like the muppets like not properly like just off my mum and dad watching them and i was like the fuck are they like why are they so weird looking why are my parents watching them <laughs> and then the only reason i started to love the muppets was because of a muppets christmas carol um and it's like it's just one of the things that has become like a family tradition like like you said with you guys 
you know, all of my family sit around and watch it. It doesn't matter what day it is, as long as it's like around the Christmas period and we all feel very happy and jolly. Like touching upon what Lewis was saying before, like, yeah, I'm the same in the sense I didn't, I don't really care for the Muppets. Like I'll watch them and they're okay. But somehow bringing in this Christmas tale into it, it just turns it into a whole new thing. And it, it's so weird at one point that you have these like, um, heads of lettuce singing and like your horrible cynical brain can go they're gonna get eaten but it's fine it's it's joyful they're happy oh it's great and then you just have this really like such a heart to it that i just doesn't hit well like most other christmas films doesn't hit that note for me like you can look at your home alone and you grinch and all that and i always find it a bit thick whereas this i don't know it, it just hits me every time especially like the ending just where they're singing at the end, I'm just like, beautiful, that's lovely. To be an arsehole, I really, what? that's why one of my issues with, with this film is the singing vegetables. <laughs> because, like, like, as a kid, and even to this day, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, like, for a couple of reasons, right? Number one, you know, like like you were saying, Alex, like, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, they're gonna go home and they're singing about they're getting kidnapped, kidnapped, right? When they're driving away in the truck to, to be sold. They're being sold legally, then they're going home to be chopped and boiled. So if they're scared about being taken away, think about how they're gonna feel then. And I was just sitting there thinking, what would the song be about them getting murdered, chopped and boiled? And the other thing is that not all vegetables sing in the film. And I think that's biased to vegetable-ism. <laughs> Um, in all in all seriousness, I think um, one of the strengths <laughs> this film has is that it, it sort of amalgamates the the Muppets tone of like the really wacky and silly and outlandish with that sort of I, I suppose the original Christmas Carol tale has like a sort of morbid sort of haunting feel to it initially as the story goes on and, and somehow they melded the two really, really well. Like, you can have the scene where, you know, like, like Scrooge goes home and he's on his own and he's got his little dressing going on and he's eating his cheese and whatever. And then the rattling with the chains <laughs> at the bottom of the stairs. It's like, the tone is like very genuinely well set there. And then you, you cut to like Rizzo outside being wacky with an apple and somehow it just works perfectly. And I'm like, it shouldn't really work. Like they're having they're having both tones and interchanging them really, really well. It's just a really, really well controlled film, like the way it's executed. Did anyone find the ghost of Christmas past really fucking creepy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I forget. The flying doll the doll baby? Baby doll what the fuck was it? It was so creepy, it was a beady little eyes that were just like <laughs> And I was like I, I forget every year, and then every time I watch it, I'm like, what the f what is this? <laughs> this Spectrum Ghost Jizz just, oh my, yeah, it is creepy as shit. But as it progresses, I don't know, I kind of, like, just her soft voice makes me again, I just fall no. in love with it. It's not cute, it's just creepy. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I find all of them creepy. <gasps> what, even Hagrid? Even, yeah, even yeah. the second one, he's the best one, Mr. Johnny. Hagrid, he's a fucking little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got He's got a little bit of a creep factor, like just enough of like an edge where I'm like, okay, he's actually quite interesting. He's not just 
because he's like he's still a, he's still a creepy ghost. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> I don't like this guy either. <laughs> maybe maybe it's the Jim Henson element. Like, I don't know, I don't know. Like some some of the puppets in Jim Henson are adorable, and some have that subtle underlying creepy edge to them. And whether they meant to do it or not. Crystal. And some are dark crystal, which is horrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something that's kind of unusual for me as well is I think I pretty much like all the songs that they use in the film. Pre pretty much the lot. And I'm not like a musical person, like musical film person at all. But I, I really, really do like these songs. Like they're really memorable, really catchy, and they're just really well done. And they again they fit they fit the tone and where the story's at perfectly. I agree. As soon as them songs come on, part of me just feels like I want to join in and sat there like bopping along to them. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care that I'm in my, my mid to late twenties now, like I feel like this is just the same as when I watched it for the first time when I was like two. It just it just captivates me so much and I'm just like do 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 Christmas Good performance from Michael Caine I thought as well like super strong performance from him which is is kind of like saying like grass is green but michael ken's always pretty strong but yeah he's he's, he's really good in this he really fits I, I would agree he's really good he plays scrooge so well like you'd think a man of his stature would be hamming it in a little bit but now he commits to the role uh and he even implements the fact that he can't sing into it to work with his character that he just doesn't sing, he just sort of says it, and it's kind of funny and cute. And that was Michael Caine's actual, like, um, the, I found some behind the scenes stuff where he goes, yeah, I can't sing, so I'm just gonna say it. Because it doesn't matter about the singing, or even if he, I think it's rather sad too, that he gets, he can't even get the tune right. I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. Scrooge is... When I first became an actor, the producer said to me, use the difficulty. And that's what we've just done. <laughs> we've used the fact that I can't sing. That's, that's, that's fair enough, it worked. It worked for me. Mm. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Oh, talking about songs, did anybody ever see the original version mm. with, with, oh, with, with the song with Belle and Scrooge? which has just magically disappeared now. And I'm like, yeah, it was sad. That used to make me cry my eyes out when I was little, but it added to the story. Why is it gone? Why did they delete it? I am one of those people, and I did it when we did it for this. I pause it. When we get to that moment, I watch the song on YouTube, that moment, and carry on watching the film because it, it feels so complete. You need, I feel like we really need that bit in. And Disney, Disney, Sort it out, put it back on. It's a great moment. I agree it should still be in there. It's it's pretty sad that they felt they need to take it out. I can't even fully work out why. <clears throat> they might have wanted to. I haven't seen the scene. <laughs> never seen the scene. You never... Right, someone I don't know to... how I've missed it. 
Right, someone send her the link. I'll send her the link. We'll sort that out. Don't, it's okay, Holly. Calm down. We've got you covered. Yeah, we'll hook you up. Don't worry. Yeah. And then you'll <laughs> really you understand much, why Michael Caine can't sing. Because he sings in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Right? I wish I could sing like that. I do just have like massive issues in general with the ending of A Christmas Carol, just in general, in, in all of them. Only because in my head, he didn't really change. He changed because he didn't want to die and no one missed him. He didn't change for good. He was really selfish. And I was like sitting there like watching it, you know, like there's, you know, the story is if you want people to miss you when you die, change now. Yeah, I would agree. When the when Michael Caine wakes up and says, oh, I'm Liza forever and he's running around what to do and then he's just like, give out all the money. Yeah, it does come off as a... He's not changed. Um, he's he's trying to... It's like he's trying to make up for his bad deeds so he can get into heaven type, you know, situation. So, right, I'll correct that one with that one and that one with that yeah. one. I don't know if it was the original intention to, to draw attention to the fact that he didn't change of his own volition. He was forced to. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird one, isn't it? So, so these ghosts come to tell him, you know, to change and all this kind of shit. So then suddenly all the people that he's hated for years, he's suddenly like, oh, best friends, let's have turkey together. And I'm like, when? When did you care before? What? Like, what? Like, okay, maybe you like Tiny Tim and the, his little family. Fair enough. But to invite the whole fucking village you've hated for 97 <laughs> years? Bullshit, sir. Also, also, how does he not have family members going up to him going, hi, my son froze to death. Last winter because of you. Oh, oh, you got me a turkey. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Grandma starved to death yesterday, but you know today is yeah. helpful. Yeah, my 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 dad starved and froze to death yesterday, but yeah, cheers for the turkey. So. In that scene, actually, you know when he's like panicking around his bedroom and stuff. Did anybody watch the bit when he looks in the mirror? So he grabs his hair and goes, huh! Did anybody was like look at that and think, oh look, that was me in lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I, did. I, I looked in the mirror and went, yeah, that's Becky in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a tip. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It just wait. She waited as well. She waited till it went quiet. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, Kermit is just the perfect, wholesome uh, figure to be, play that type of character that is just, you know, the most lovable and he's positive and even when a kid dies, he's slightly still too positive, but it, it works. Kermit, you know, he's a, what's the expression, like a household name of um, love and positivity and cuteness. That's a good point. They, they use the repertoire of Muppets and, and cast them around really well. I didn't, yes. I didn't, I've never actually thought of it that way, but the, how good a job they did in like casting them around. It's such a, it's such a tight film, I feel. Like, it's such a tightly made film. Everything, everything serves everything else to, to this one particular, or two, I guess, two particular tones that meld perfectly. Um, I should mention as well, um, surprisingly sort of complex and nice looking cinematography for the most part as well. Like mm. for, for, for like a kid's Muppets film, 
it, they use like some 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 nice shots, some like you know some some nice dolly stuff, some some sweeping shots. Um, yeah, yeah, some some good stuff. I feel like it's even the ways in which they've used the cinematography and and the score and the music and the ways in which the um, you know the actual put the Muppets characters around and cast them for this is what really makes it such a heartwarming family film. Which you know usually you think of the, you think of the Muppets and instantly think ah it's going to be a kids film, but this is a film that I feel like you can watch as a child, you can watch as an adult on your own, or watch as an adult with your children. It it really does feel like it really is the perfect family film that other films really, really can't get to, especially these days. You don't get a family film like this like you used to, do you really? Well, I think it would be a lovely way to end our discussion with a simple the love is gone. <laughs> no, shit. The love is found. The love we found. <laughs> I'm just looking at Holly's face. She's just not having it. She's not I seeing it. I don't understand what it is. I don't... That's the ending song. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Your mum cares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's our discussion about a Muppet's Christmas Carol. Please, please, if you haven't seen this, go and watch it. It's fantastic. Make sure to find the Scrooge, uh, young Scrooge and ex-girlfriend song in the middle on YouTube. It's really lovely. And yeah, it's just, and if you have seen it, you know it's great, go watch it again. Cause it's a great Christmas film. So yeah, that is our final discussion of the year. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we won't be back till next year and we'll probably decide what we're gonna do if it's a new release or whatnot. Um, if you enjoy it, please give us a like, share and subscribe. Um, be good, be safe. And of course, everyone, please have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Lots of love from us all. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Oh, we all we all know your mum's an elf. <laughs> you leave my fucking mum alone. <laughs>